Hi everyone, and welcome to This is a Mess, and I'm your host, Kylie. This week, I want to talk to you guys about relationships, and not just romantic relationships, but all the relationships that we have in our lives, especially the one that we have with ourselves. So I can remember, and maybe you guys have heard this too, this analogy that our friendships or relationships in our lives are like a tree. And so the trunk is, you know, it's solid and it can get hit and still stay. And it can, you know, survive all the things. And that those relationships are our core relationships, our foundational relationships, the ones that we have with our significant other, our parents, our children, our siblings. Um, These are the ones that, you know, they stay with us through our lifetime no matter what. And then we have branches. And these relationships could be strong. They might be weak. Some might snap off in a storm. Others, they still stay with us. They're not quite our core, but they're always there. We know that they're dependable. You can, you know, hang a swing from them. And then we have other relationships that are like leaves. And they come and go with the seasons. And they fade and there are, they are just right now relationships, okay? Whether you're, you know, I can remember when you would go into like a class in college and talk to like the person that sat next to you or like you'd be like, okay, you and I are always in a group together and you don't talk to that person anymore, but that was like your ride or die for that class. Like you guys were in it together and um, that was like your person <laughs> for for that time period. Or maybe like a coworker that you worked with once and, you know, you guys saw each other through or someone that you were on a team with at some point where you guys just really supported each other with what you were going through in the moment and you know you guys were really close at that time but things happen and eventually your lives went different directions and you know you don't really reach out anymore no hard feelings or anything they just they weren't a part of your core um and so I was thinking about this a few weeks ago because I think that I I I brought it up with my niece. She just turned 19 and, you know, she's kind of in that that age where she's, you know, in college and so some of the relationships that she had in high school are kind of starting to not necessarily fade out. They're just going on in different directions now. Their lives are taking them elsewhere. They have, you know, other individual focuses. And, you know, I just mentioned to her that, that brief analogy about your trunk, your branches, and your leaves. I don't know if any of it stuck with her. <laughs> but afterwards, I was thinking about it and I thought, okay, well, if we have our trunk and we have our branches and we have our leaves, what about the roots? All right? Isn't like the foundation for all good growth in our roots? And at first I thought, well, maybe that would be like the relationship that you have with your parents, right? Like your roots. Um, We always reference that when we talk about like where we're from, where we come from, our roots. And then I kind of sat on it a little bit and didn't think about it anymore and went on about it. And I was in the shower and which is where all like your good ideas come, right? Like when you're in the shower, Um, all your good ideas and all of your comebacks for those arguments that you had that you didn't win. (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, duh, like your roots are the relationship that you have with yourself, right? And that makes sense because we're always told, you know, if you don't, you can't love anyone else until you love yourself. And like, you can't have 
good relationships with other people until you're good within yourself. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. As any good plant parent will tell you, the roots are the most important part, you know, like the soil, I guess, would really then be your childhood and what that life was like where you grew up, right? So like if we want to take this analogy and we really want to break it down and we want to broaden it. Okay. So the soil in which you were planted, that would be your family, your your nuclear family life and what you come from and what you grow from. You grow from the soil, right? And so if that soil was toxic or unstable, not always watered properly, your roots can't really grow, right? You can't have good, strong root foundation for all of the other relationships that you have in your life. And I was thinking about it because, you know, I've spent like the last 10 years in therapy really working on fixing my soil, going back and fixing my soil so I can strengthen my roots. And I am so guilty of being someone that causes my own root rot, (laughs) okay? Like I self-sabotage. I have been my biggest critic. I have told myself that I am unworthy. I am unlovable. I have not given myself grace in moments. I set impossible standards that I could never reach only to then turn around and look at myself and say, I knew you'd fail. And I said, well, yeah, of course you did. Cause like you set it up. <laughs> um, it's like that meme of like the Spider-Mans, you know, where they're both looking at each other and it's like, aha, um, that's like me to me. Like I totally self-sabotage all of the time. I do this and I don't know why. And then what makes me even more like of a crazy person is that I do that. And then I wonder why I don't have any branches. <laughs> I wonder why my tree looks like the tree that they put in at like those new construction neighborhoods. You know what I'm talking about? Where like the trunk is the width of a candy bar and all of the branches could like snap and it doesn't have like very many leaves at all. And I would tell myself, well, that's okay. This is like your little baby tree, right? This is your little introvert tree. This is what all introvert trees look like. It's like, that's not true though. Like, I am completely capable of having a strong trunk and several branches of varying strengths and even a few that I might hang a swing from, all right? And I can have flowers and leaves that come and go, but I can't have any of that until I start to change my soil and I start to fix my root rot. So I've spent this time in therapy and a theme that I've had in therapy, an ongoing theme is that I have such loneliness within me and I am kind of, I hate using the word desperate, but desperate for connection to others in my life. And I always find myself um, maybe getting close to people, but then getting, getting to a place where like, then I like pull back and I recluse away from it. Um, and I'll be honest, it's because I grew up in an unstable environment where I have abandonment issues and the idea of growing close to people and allowing them to see me for who I really am is terrifying 
because up until my husband, everyone that I've loved and kept close, and this is not romantic partners, um, even friendships and family, they all eventually leave. And for a long time, and even recently, just maybe two years ago, I had like this full emotional breakdown where I thought, what about me is so hard to love? What is it that I do that makes it so easy to forget and to leave and to not want to be with anymore? And I say that not in like a romantic way, but I felt that with my dad and I got through that because I had to realize that, you know, it wasn't him and it wasn't me and it was his addiction. Okay. So I was able to come to terms with that relationship and understand it and see that, you know, that, that wasn't me. That wasn't anything that I did. That was his addiction. And it wasn't that I was unlovable or unworthy or didn't hold value. That was just, that was bigger than that. Right. So I was able to resolve that conflict within me and have peace in that relationship. Um, One that I still work on is the one that I have with my mom. Um, My mom always valued her, her romantic relationships over those that she had with her children. And I'm sure that she has some, you know, deep rooted, like childhood unresolved things too. Um, and I know that. I know that she has a history of sexual abuse and um, not feeling good enough or valued. And so I think for her, if she's not in those re- if she's not in those romantic relationships and she's not feeling like she's serving in that way, then her self-worth feels less than. And you know, and, and she and I have work to do in that area of our relationship, and she has work to do for herself. And then the next one that I had was I had an aunt that I was very, very close with growing up. She took such good care of me. She was my safe haven from my home life. And when I was a teenager, I was a teenager. And I made poor choices. I had no good compass of direction. And she was trying And I ultimately, I failed as all teenagers do, you know, I made like one poor choice and I was caught. I'd had a party at her house and I wrote about it in my journal and then she read my journal. She had no idea the party had occurred until she read the journal. Um, I did such a good job cleaning up, (laughs) but I wrote about it and I broke her trust. And this was something to her that was unforgivable. And she pretty much at that point cut off all relationship with me. Um, I was living with her at the time, uh, because I, I didn't, I couldn't live with either one of my parents. Um, and she packed up all of my stuff and I had, I had to leave. And then I eventually would go on to live with my older brother and she and I have never resolved that relationship. Um, and that actually might be one that I hold onto the most as feeling like I am unlovable I am unworthy and I am constantly afraid of getting close to people because I'm afraid that when I do make a mistake, they'll be gone. So that's a relationship that I still have to um, reach a place of accepting. 
and then I had had a few other um, relationships that were really important at that time in my life that were, you know, friendships. And so I really was like thinking these were like the three, my dad, my mom, my aunt, these were like the three main relationships that I had growing up. And this was my soil, right? Like, so that's my soil. And it didn't leave a lot of room for healthy root growth. And I can, I can see that now as an adult in the relationships that I have, what that looks like when you don't have good soil. I don't form attachments very easily to other people. Um, It's hard for me to get close to others. People always seem to be closer to me than I am to them. I always feel like I'm that one person that if I didn't show up in the group, it, it wouldn't change much. Like, they'd still all be doing their own thing. And I just haven't quite been able to find my place when it comes to situations and settings. And... I get really lonely. Really lonely, actually. There's this sense of me that I'm longing for connection and a group, that tribe they always talk about. Oh my gosh, that stupid tribe, I swear. They always tell moms, like, you gotta find your tribe, you gotta find your tribe. Well, where the hell is, like, this tribe thing you speak of? And, like, how do I find my people? Um, Because... Peopling is really hard and connecting is super hard. So anyways, like I I had said, you know, I'd I'd mentioned like this whole thing to my niece, like about relationships and the trees and such. And I started really reflecting on myself and was realizing like, I need to change my soil. I've been so focused in therapy about the relationships that I've had with all of these other people and how they've impacted me and and kind of how they've changed me or made me approach things differently. And I haven't spent a lot of time on myself. And I don't really know how to do that. I don't, like, I know, like, you can, like, Google, like, self-help, self, you know, love books and what and so forth. And I'm going to you know, bring it up with my therapist to say, hey, like, I, I, you know, I've been, like, marinating on this, and how do we do this? But I don't know if I've avoided it, because that's the scariest relationship that I have. This is the one that I have with myself. Because, you know, as I said, I, (laughs) I am the first person to set myself up for failure. I will place impossible standards, and when I don't meet them, I'm the first one going, I knew you couldn't do that. Um, It's horrible, actually, and really unhealthy, (laughs) but, you know, this is my soil. So I am curious to know if other, what other people think when they, they apply this analogy, this tree analogy to themselves, you know, what did your soil look like? What are your roots like? Does your trunk have holes in it? Has it been hit but still strong? What about your branches? Do you have more stronger branches than you do frail ones? And can you identify the leaves and the flowers in your life? Um, So I'm really curious about this. And I want to know 
um, what you think. So actually, I'm going to do something that I didn't do last time. Um, and that is, I want you guys to find me on Instagram. And my username on there is Kylie Ann Campbell. It's K-Y-L-I-E-A-N-N Campbell. C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. Add me on Instagram. Send me a message. Or I think that like through the podcast app, you can send me a message too. Or even if not, that's totally fine. But I really just want other people to like take this tree analogy, look at it, and then like see if you can identify these things. And if you can see where like maybe the soil impacted your roots, or your roots impacted your trunk, or does your trunk impact your branches, like so on and so forth. Like, can you see these things? And what do you think of that? Because I'm I'm really curious now about it and the way that it works. So I will see you guys next time.